that they've not kept a clean sheet since he's been out injured. I mean, I'd love to say that's a, a reason. <laughs> but, but... Hello and welcome back to another episode of FPL by Dummies with myself, Cam, and we're upgrading this week, my mate, Tom. How are you? Oh, nice. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. I'm feeling generous. It's been a good week so far. You've caught me off guard. I'm a little bit thrown back now. I don't really know what to say. Um, Thanks. You're welcome. Thank you. Yeah. How how are you? Yeah, not too bad. As I say, um, the the double game week of 26 is going all right so far. Um, As I say, so far. I think it can only get better, given that I have got Salah triple captained um, and he's still yet to play. I don't think anyone can affect my rank too badly. I'm already on a green arrow so far. Um, and as I say, I've got like four or five players left to go, so I think it can only get better. But as yeah, we actually, all know with actually, FPL... You've actually got seven players left that just counted. Oh, do I? Very mm. nice. Um, yeah, so here's the hoping. What about you? I have eight players left. That's why I was happy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, not too bad. Very good, actually. Um, yeah, 63 points with a minus four. Green arrows all around. Obviously, triple captain Salah's working out pretty well for me, as I believe it is for you. It is. Um, Ramon, yeah. My attack has just decided... Well, sorry, I mean three players from my attack have decided to turn up this week. I mean, let's not talk about Corner. He was a terrible pick. Um, but other than that, Harry Kane and Emmanuel Dennis finally scoring. Emmanuel Dennis scoring and getting three bonus points. Things you love to see. You see. Yeah, I mean, after I said to avoid him last week, I still stand by it. Um, no one expected Watford to turn up and maybe maybe score, but definitely not to win and keep a clean sheet. Um, and as you all know, with... Dennis being a striker, it's very likely that he'll get the maximum bonus if he scored, and particularly the only goal of the game. But I still think Watford aren't convincing going forwards. They've got some tough, tough teams to play. So, yeah, I mean, I've, I still have Dennis, but he's on the chopping block alongside Ollie Watkins. I can't decide which one of them to get rid of first. But, um, yeah, Tom and I had a bit of a discussion pre-game week of which mid-price midfielder to go for with the Jota injury. Um, and I put on the table, I couldn't quite afford Saka. I knew he was going to return against, who did they play? Brentford, was it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wait, who's, who's, oh, yes, yeah. Um, knew he was going to return, but I couldn't quite afford him with the other transfers I wanted to make. Um, so it was Corne, ESR or Odegaard. Um, Odegaard was kind of not really in the equation. So it was mainly ESR and Corne being so closely priced. Uh, and obviously both of us went for Corne who came off injured before 60 minutes and then ESR scored. And who else did you get? Uh, Who were you going to get, sorry? um, So I was chatting to a friend of the the podcast, Rob, and I was saying, is Daniel Podence a really stupid shout? Bear in mind, he's literally done fuck all this year. But with the double, I was like, oh, you know, Wolves Wolves would look pretty good. I'll go maybe go Daniel Podence. Um, I didn't. I also went Cornet and Daniel Podence, and of course, scored. Um, So, yeah. Bit yeah, I mean, I'm not that annoyed. I mean, I was never going to go with Podence. Like, that would have been the most like, ridiculous pick. Like, like he's been not been in form, and they've not, and the Wolves haven't been scoring goals. So to go with, unless you're going to with Jimenez, I mean, at this point. But it's one of those that that almost makes it more annoying, is because it was such an out there shout, and you were considering doing it, and it then your sixth sense actually was was right. Uh, yeah, is a bit triggering, but oh well. Um, I mean, I'm having a good week, so I can't really complain. I mean, Harry Kane was unbelievable yeah. against City. Did you bring I mean, him in as well? 
I did, yeah. Yeah, brought him in. I brought him in as part of a minus four where my two other players got combined one point. Yeah, I brought him in as part of a minus eight. <laughs> Ooh. And, uh, but it's paid off because Calvert-Lewin got one, I think. Uh, Jota's maybe going to play against Leeds, but is a, is a real doubt. Mm. Um, and then I also got rid of Walker, who was on one. And I brought in uh, yeah, Kane for 13, Corne for one, which is a bit of a, a disappointment. But then I've got Kilman who's on two at the minute and will probably get another two, if not a one away against Arsenal. So that is a bit of a kicker. But yeah, Kane is the main one that I was looking to get hold of and he's paid it, paid it back in dividends to me. So um, yeah, unlike most of FPL Twitter, I'm probably the only one hoping for Alexander-Arnold to be benched again against Leeds because I've got Livermento on the bench for 12 points and <laughs> he comes on if Trent misses this game. So Never nice. um, yeah. More of the same, please, Jürgen. If you're not going to play him in the first game, then definitely don't play him in the second one. But I mean, uh, he's probably going to play, isn't he? Oh, he's absolutely going to play. And we're okay, going to cool. concede two. Uh, he's going to get yellow carded and have a free kick that hits the post. So, um, <laughs> And probably yeah, my, gets had in the 54th minute. My minus four was, I mean, relatively successful, actually. Obviously brought in Kane for Calvert-Lewin, got one point, as you said. Bought in Corne for Jota, who, I mean, as long as Jota doesn't play in this game, which he, I don't know if he's coming back from a little bit of a niggle, maybe just gets a rest again. He does He does have, obviously, so he wasn't ready for the Norwich game, but he's got a few more days. I think it's Wednesday we play Leeds, uh, maybe Thursday. So he's got a few more days to recover. And he is, again, these aren't the best metrics, but he's only at 50% chance of playing on um, the uh, FPL website. So, so he'll probably play then. Well, he, he's up from 25% before Saturday. Um, awesome. Well, that's a bit of a tough one then. But I say because usually they're completely wrong. So, well, this is the thing. So, I mean, he is—he's definitely in with more of a chance. And if he does play, then my minus eight could backfire. But, um, yeah, I think most people got rid of him before that first game when Liverpool have such a juicy double. Um, didn't really make sense to hold him and play him. So, yeah. And my final player I bought him was, um, even though I was advised on Twitter not to bring him in because there was good chance he was getting rested, was Robertson. So, <laughs> excellent. I just didn't um, think he would. I just didn't think he would get rested. I didn't, I, but obviously I've been proven completely wrong, which I'll happily take that on the chin. Um, well, I, I didn't see this coming, the rest of the two fullbacks. I think, I think, well, I spoke to, I don't know, well, you, you know way more than me about Liverpool and, and my flatmate is a Liverpool fan as well. And he, and he said that, so I I went on the, the metric that Robertson played every single Premier League game last year. And then basically he just said, yeah, but last year we didn't have a good covering fullback, whereas Simicast mm. has proven that he's a good, he can play. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I didn't expect it. I wasn't expecting it to. I thought, I thought, if anything, I thought he'd be rested because obviously you've got um, Norwich you just played, then Leeds, then you've got the Carabao Cup final, but then you've got the FA Cup fifth round against Norwich. Mm. I thought, well, if any game you're just going to get rested in the next few games, surely that game against Norwich is the one to be rested in. But in the FA as Cup I said, proven wrong. Sorry? In the FA Cup or last week? Yeah, I assume yeah. getting rested in the FA Cup. So I was like, well, he has this run of games and then he has an FA Cup where Simicast can play and usually Klopp does like a little rotation in the FA Cup. I know obviously yeah. it's getting towards the later stages, but... I mean, he, I might, mean, he might still rest him yeah, um, for yeah. that game. We, As you say, we've got the Carabao Cup and then the fifth round and then on that weekend we play West Ham so he might well um, rest him for Norwich uh, it'll be interesting to see if Norwich put out a full strength team or if they'll just focus on trying to re- maintain their league status um, having said that you know they might want a cup run because they're having such a dismal season but 
um, on the, on the on the topic of Liverpool playing Chelsea, I saw a video about Lukaku's touches, but I didn't realise it was a record for the fewest in Premier League history. Have what you seen Lukaku that? is? No, no, yeah. what's that? So against Crystal Palace, he had seven touches the entire game, oh. and it's a record for the fewest touches. And Tuchel says it's not the time to laugh. <laughs> oh, I didn't see that. I, I I got to the Crystal Palace Chelsea game, and I decided, you know what, I've had enough of match of the day, so I just turned that one off. So I didn't even bother watching it, but I didn't realise it was that bad. The fewest touches in in the history of the Premier League. That's really embarrassing. I'm pretty sure I mean, he had quite a good chance as well in that game. So that must have been his he? only highlight. Wow, that's yeah, that's not good. I mean, he had some some shot results at the bottom really this week, wasn't it? I mean, Watford yeah. beating Villa and Burnley beating Brighton mm. um, comprehensively as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I saw. I think yeah, I saw a few things where Brighton fans were saying that it's the best team that have turned up to the Amex this year, which is obviously saying something. So good old um, Sean, he's getting them playing. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, it's a bit of a, been, a, bit of a weird week, really. I mean, well, Newcastle even got a result at West Ham. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that, that looked like quite an even game. I mean, obviously, they're riding the crest of a wave at the minute, Newcastle, but West Ham are also in very good form. I, I see you are wearing your beloved Brentford uh, jersey. Yeah. What, what do we think about what's going on uh, at the community stadium at the minute? Nothing. Fine. Six on the bounce. Uh, we actually drew last game, so did you? Yeah, against Palace, nil nil. Oh, okay, I'm not bothered at all. I mean, you, all you have to do is look at our run of games of what we've just had. I mean, we've had a ridiculous run of fixtures. Wait, so we go back. We had Arsenal. We've had Arsenal at Arsenal, Palace at home, Man City away, Wolves at home, Man United at home, Liverpool away, Southampton away. That's that's going back since. So our last our last win was Villa at home, which was obviously quite a long time ago. But I mean, Southampton obviously playing really well. We got absolutely spanked by them, to be fair. I mean, Liverpool away. I mean, I wasn't expecting anything else. United at home. I mean, I wasn't really expecting United to beat to beat us. I mean, sorry, I was expecting United to beat us. Um, but we held them pretty pretty long until towards the end of the game, I think it was. Um, Wolves, we've had a good game against them. Man City played really well against, actually. Um, there was just two, two terrible mistakes from our team. Palace 0-0 and Arsenal. I mean, we're just the better side, and who've who've been playing well recently. So, yeah, not too bothered. I mean, it's the next three games that are really the ones that are the. We'll see what happens. I mean, we've got Newcastle, Norwich, and Burnley mm. next, and. Uh, yeah, I mean, if we don't get results in those three games, then yeah, I'll be a bit scared. But if we do, then we're fine. Do you think so? Do you think looking at the table, you are on twenty four points? Do you think you are involved in this year's relegation battle? I mean, this is the thing that we've also got to have a bit of perspective that Brentford came up by the playoffs this year, um, so are technically the worst team in the league, if you get what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so to be 14th, obviously, I know you're chuffed with that, but are you starting to look over your shoulder a bit? Uh, well, I mean, after the next three games, I'll tell you. <laughs> well, well, I'm asking we right now, be... are you looking over your shoulder? Right now, no. But um, Right now, no, but if we lose the next three games, then yes. If we don't pick up, if we don't pick up four points in the next three games, I'll be, I'll be getting nervous. Because you've got two Norwich and Burnley, that's three six pointers on the bounce. Yeah, well, not really because they're they're twentieth and nineteenth, and we're fourteenth. So yeah, but if you if uh, Burnley and Norwich win, then they're on twenty and you're on twenty four. Still, yeah. so and exactly still four points behind. Miles four away. points closer than seven. I think. Yeah, no. I mean, I'm not at the moment. 
but no, we'll see no. what happens. But it, after the next three games, if we lost all three of those, then yeah, we're pretty fucked, aren't we? But yeah. just playing devil's we, advocate because think... if we if we win the next three, that puts us on thirty thirty three. If say we win the next three, I mean, I'm I'm not. I don't think we're going to win three of the next three games. But there's a with players coming back and and it looking a bit more solid. Three of the th- say we got six points in the next three games. That would put us on twenty nine points. And thirty and th- yeah, twenty twenty. Sorry, sorry, thirty points and twenty nine games played. So that's just over the point per game mm-hmm. barrier, which I think you need to get to. So still, yeah, I'm not worried at all, mate. No, as I say, just... race, back on. <laughs> well, I was just going to say, I'm just playing devil's advocate, but and like you just been just been a prick, mate, aren't you? Basically, so, okay. um, what's new? Um, I think it was obviously slight madness with uh, Villa sacking Dean Smith. Yeah, they lost five games on the bounce, but. I don't think there was really any chance of them going down. Obviously, it's now given Steven Gerrard a chance, who is showing that he is a good young manager. Yeah. Um, still got some way to go because, you know, he's dropping points against Watford, etc. But, um, yeah, I don't think it would be time to call for Thomas Frank's head. Um, oh, Christ, no. I mean, and like... even if he went down, I don't think it would really be time for that either because, as I said, you're a newly promoted team. As I said, I think you probably expected to go down this year, did you? You weren't no. kind of. Oh no, no, I didn't expect to go down. We, well, okay, but you expected to be more involved in the relegation battle. I expect us to be about sixteenth or seventeenth at this point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, I think. Oh no, Thomas Frank. Frank. Thomas Frank will not be sacked at the end no. of the season. If Thomas Frank is sacked, then I'll be I'll be very disappointed. Right, and Behrman, he's just been given a new contract as well. Actually, has he? Yeah, after I think after the I think what we've lost six in the last seven games, and I think after the after the third loss, I think he got a new contract. <laughs> actually, well done, that's Thomas. true. <laughs> actually, that is. I, I mean, can we just double check? I think it was it is about that. Well, while while you look for that, I'll I'll answer your question about the title race. Um, I still think City win it this year. Um, I don't think it's time to get carried away. Obviously, it was a massive result on the weekend because. I think all of us would probably have expected the best possible result to be a draw. Um, and even that would have been being optimistic. Um, so to be six points behind them, uh, we play our game in hand this week, um, which is against Leeds. So you would hope and expect that we'll then be only three points behind them. We obviously then miss this weekend with the Carabao Cup. So it's a chance for them to extend the gap again. But it, it definitely makes it more interesting. Um, that sounds like I'm sitting on the fence. As I say, I think City will win it this year. But um, once we even out the number of games that we've played, we're only three points behind them and we still have to play them. Uh, the only important thing to note about that playing them is it is at the Etihad. Um, we obviously have just seen Spurs go in there and win, so it is possible. We've done it in the past, but I think it is such a fortress for them and they do step it up when we come to town. So um, in short, I think definitely more interesting, but I think Stitty still take it this year. Fair. I can confirm firm after Brentford's fourth loss in a row, they gave him a new contract. <laughs> and, I uh, guess that is that is refreshing, though, to give him a vote of confidence. I mean, it doesn't mean anything because they can still rip it up and sack him and just pay him yeah. off. But to it's the opposite of sacking him. So I mean, uh, they did also give him a new contract which runs to twenty twenty five. So uh, I feel that's uh, that pretty much sums up where they, where he's going to be for the next few years. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, interesting things at, at both ends of the table. But um, shall we okay, do some... I think I think we will, but I think, can I just do one more, uh, can we do one more sidetrack? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I'm obviously biased, but so of the three that are going down this year, who's going down for you? And we'll, we'll call it, we'll come back to it at the end of the year. That'll, that'll be interesting. Um, 
I think Norwich still go down. One second. You can say Brentford as well if you want to. I won't. I won't hold it against you. Um, I don't think. No, I don't think Brentford will. The only thing is that it's really tough to then pick from the remaining teams who does go down because it's normally Brighton normally involved, um, and they're well clear this year. Um, same with Southampton. So those are two kind of candidates that you don't normally expect to go down each year, but they are involved in the battle. You don't expect to see. Everton um, down there. Burnley normally mix it, but it's just, I think Watford and Norwich go down, but picking that third team is really hard. Um, obviously, Newcastle have stretched a bit of a gap now. They're four points clear of Watford and they've played the same amount of games. Um, and whilst it would be funny, can you really picture them going down with new billionaire, multi billionaire owners? Just no, doesn't I, feel I, quite right. I mean, um, I just, I was just doing, uh, I just did the Planet FPL clash of correspondence with uh, the Newcastle mm. guys, and 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 to be honest, I said on there, I I think they're going to be fine. Yeah, they um, will. Which which pains me a little bit because obviously they were one that was quite easy to go. Oh yeah, they're going to go down this year. Yeah, but... but Burnley have got three games in hand on at least Norwich, and I think they've got four actually to make up still, um, and so even just two wins or a draw or two draws and a win or something in that run of games massively changes the picture, brings brings Newcastle back in, but also Everton and Leeds. Um, so Everton, you can't really picture going down, although it would be funny. Like they are kind of mainstays in the Premier League and then Leeds have brought so much to the division that I think it would be such a loss if they did go down, but obviously three teams do have to. So... I think it's impossible to pick that third team, but I do think Norwich and Watford are the ones nailed on. I think it's going to be Everton. Do you think? I really do. I mean, yeah, I, I think there's. I think Palace can still be brought into it because they've be, they've been on just as bad a run of form as we have, to be honest. Mm. Um, I think they've only picked up. I don't think they've won in the last six. I think I think they've drawn a few, but I think they've. Oh yeah, I've got it in front of me. Yeah, they've drawn three in the last six. Um, but they haven't won anything. Obviously, we've not won in the last six either. Um, Leeds are looking pretty... I mean, yeah, I think you're right. It's really tough this year. Uh, who's going to go down? I just think Everton, just they just look terrible at the moment. I mean... Well, they're before... not on a good run of form at all. They obviously got that win against uh, Leeds prior to the Southampton game. But before that, they'd lost four on the bounce, managed to get a draw against Chelsea, then again, lost to Palace before that. Um. Yeah, they just really haven't been good. And again, only watched the highlights, and I think it's a combination of Southampton playing well, but Everton just didn't look like they were offering anything really. I think in the entire like three minute highlight reel, there was one Everton clip, if that. Um. Otherwise, they had nothing to show from from that game. Um. I think I'm just gonna have a look at the stats as well. Yeah, they had zero shots on target, while Southampton had eleven. I mean, they did have nine shots in the game, but not one of them on target. So, yeah, they they are in a worrying situation. It's just one of those things that because they've never been relegated from the top flight, it's impossible to imagine them actually getting relegated. But it's a real possibility this year. Mm. Go on then, and then the final one then. I mean, we we got. I mean, this this weekend really spiced everything up. But who gets top four? Uh, let me have a look at the table again. Um... Because this is the thing that I think Spurs are 8th now, but they've, again, got like three games in hand and so do Arsenal. Yeah, do. Um, 
I think form-wise, United and West Ham are quite level. Obviously, United have got a four-point gap on them at the minute. Um, I feel like United will. But can do you know who Spurs and Arsenal's games in hand are against? Oh, I don't off the top of my head. But I know um, Spurs are playing um, Burnley this weekend and that's their game in hand. Um I know. I, I mean, they've, yeah, they've all got. There's all. There's, they've all got like loads. I mean, Sp- I think Spurs have got three extra games. So Spurs have got to still play Arsenal. Oh, Arsenal, um, <laughs> and they play Brighton. I think is their other game in hand. Yeah, game it is. Twenty nine. So those are quite, apart from Burnley, but even Burnley are playing well at the minute. Those are all quite tough fixtures. You, that's not a guaranteed extra nine points. Um, and then Arsenal, who is their games in hand? Um, they blank this week. But they then have uh, Liverpool as their game in hand in twenty nine, and then they've got to play Tottenham and Chelsea. So again, that that's most definitely not a guaranteed extra nine points. So I think United have enough to hold on to the advantage they've got at the minute. Um, so yeah, I think United take it in short. Yeah, I mean, what about you? I think it'll be. I know it's not going to come down to this, but I feel like it'll be a good turning point for whoever wins the game. But I think whoever wins West London Derby will go top four. In terms of? Spurs or Arsenal. You say West London Derby. No. Did I? I think you did. North London <laughs> Derby is what I meant. That's why I was like, who? Oh, sorry. I meant <laughs> no North London Derby, obviously. But, um, yeah, yeah, no. Sorry. North London Derby. If I said West London Derby, I do apologise. If I said North London Derby, then piss off. Um <laughs> I think Arsenal, Arsenal, Spurs will take it. Mm-hmm. I just don't think United look that good at the moment. I know they'd be Leeds, but I mean everyone's been Leeds at the moment, unfortunately. Yeah, I mean th- they have been a bit shaky, United, in terms of. I think prior to that game, they drew a game they were winning. Yeah, they drew against Southampton, drew against Burnley, managed to pick up wins against West Ham, Brighton, and obviously, as you just said, Leeds. Um, obviously, they had that game where Coutinho made his debut, a two-all draw against Villa. I don't know. I think a lot is made of the fact that Ranić hasn't come in and set the place alight and they've all of a sudden been this swashbuckling team. But I think they're starting to get to the point where they're grinding out wins. Um, You know, they conceded two goals in two minutes against Leeds and easily could have either gone further behind or, you know, just drawn that game. But they managed to come back into it and partly Leeds aren't, you know, the most watertight defence this year. But I think... Yeah, there's definitely lots to criticise about United, but I think they still have star quality in their team. And I think Ranić is starting to get it right there. So, um, yeah, that's the reason why I think they mainly hold on. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. cool. I'm not... Cool, 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 cool. Right. Snogmarry Void? Snogmarry Void. Yeah. So, if you haven't listened to the pod before, then Snogmarry Void is a little segment that we have where we talk about a player each that we would like to get in for a short term. um, And that's our Snog Pick. Um, someone we recommend getting in for the long term, whether that's the entire season or just, you know, a couple of months or something like that. And then an avoid is someone that we think you should steer clear of. We've seen some hype online or something like that. Um, mainly this is based off transfers in though. So if there's someone who's been transferred in by a lot of the FPL community, then it's someone we don't really understand why or we think you should just, yeah, steer clear of. So Tom, do you want to kick us off with your snog this week? Yeah, as you know, I love a good rogue punt. Um, my rogue punt is someone who's just come back from injury. Um, I really like him as a player. I think he will play. Uh, it's Pedro Neto. Very, very false. Um, yeah, I, I just 
I don't think Podence has really been doing it that much for 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 Wolves. Obviously, he scored on the weekend. Obviously, I've already mentioned that I was going to bring him in and realised how much of a terrible mistake it would have been. And he's not really done too much. Um, I think he'll be maybe not rushed straight into the first team. But I truly like him as a player. I think he's really good. Um, they have really good run of fixtures. I mean, um, obviously, we're talking game week 27 and uh, ye oldy ye oldy blank game week 27. Uh, but they have uh, United... Uh, sorry, I'm looking at the wrong team. West Ham up next, and then they have a really nice double of Palace and Watford. And everyone's been talking about their defence. I think, obviously, defender for that double's probably pretty much nailed on. Um, but if you want an attacker, someone that's a little bit cheaper than Jimenez, if you can't afford him, uh, 6.5 mil, I do really like Pedro Neto. The nice thing is, maybe for this week, you can just watch to see if he plays against West Ham and then line him up for the double. Uh, but yeah, Pedro Neto is my... Okay. Yeah, I... And like you said, I like him as a player. He's also a funny guy. Um, but I think, yeah, he's obviously been out injured with quite a bad knee injury for most, if not all, of the season. Um, so we've not really got very much to go on on that front. But I think if we judge him off previous years, then he's a real live live wire um, and has been a big threat and part of Wolves' attack. As we know, they don't score that many goals, but... Um, and I don't have the stats to hand, but in previous years, I think he's been quite a big contributor to their goals and assists. So uh, the fact he's now back fit, the only thing is Bruno Large does like to rotate quite a lot. We've seen that in uh, particularly left wing back, but also their forward line. So uh, Jimenez is a mainstay, but the wingers either side of him rotate quite a lot. So something to be wary of, particularly as he's just on his way back. Um but yeah, if he if he is going to get minutes, then I think he is a, a, a big threat and is nicely priced. So, do, do yeah, you know what the positive is about him as well? Well, do you know what his ownership is at the moment? Zero percent. It is exactly zero percent. So, uh, if you want a differential, I think he's literally the definition, the definition of one. Of, so. Yeah. Um, nice. Well, my uh, snog would be a marry because I think he is that sort of potential, but we only are allowed one pick, so I had to bump him down to the snog section. And I think that perfectly suits him because their fixtures are really nice. Um, and it's Tino Livramento. Um, mentioned him earlier in the season. I don't think I advised to marry him, but he is super cheap and unfortunately has been injured for the past four or five, maybe six game weeks. Um, but he's back fit, started and played the full 90 in their last game against Everton. Got a final minute assist, uh, which then allowed him to get all three bonus points. So he finished on 12 points, as I alluded to earlier, praying that he comes off my bench. But he has Norwich, Villa and Newcastle in his next three games. And the Villa and Newcastle game is part of a double game week. So um, Villa and Newcastle both are scoring goals at the minute. But, you know, if nothing else, he will probably get you four points across those two games, which is a lot better than most other 4.3 defenders. But I think he's got potential for more than that. Um, and as I say, he probably is married potential because after that, they then have Watford, Burnley, Leeds, another good run of fixtures. Um, and if he's 4.3, realistically, you could just have him on your bench for the entire rest of the season and bring him on when you need a replacement. Or he could even start a week, as I say, with those fixtures. So I'm going to say snog because I've got to give a marry later on. Uh, but I think Livermento is a, a really good pick. Yeah, I mean, he is, he is oh, would you say he is the defensive pick for Southampton, really? 
Well, I mean, he, yeah, he, he played, he missed five minutes between game week one and game week 19. Um, I believe he then got injured um, and then missed between game week 20 and game week 24. Came off the bench for 19 minutes against United uh, last week. And then, as I say, he's back starting this week. So I think it will be the case that uh, Walker Peters will get bumped over to left back again. Um which is unfortunate for Perro, I think his name is, uh, who's come in and played left-back for uh, Southampton recently and by all accounts has done quite a good job. Um, but yeah, I think Livermento started all those games for a reason. Hasenhutl really likes him and trusts him. So I think now that he's back fit, he comes back in. And, you know, he's played all those games earlier this season. His uh, ownership obviously rised, or rised, rose off the back of that. Um, but because he got injured, lots of people sold him, so he's now only down at 9.9%. So not quite differential territory, but still a large proportion of the game don't own him. So I think there's good potential for points there. Yeah. My only worry is if I was just looking then of like how many they've actually conceded. Obviously, he's not been in the team, but they've conceded a lot the last few games. Mm. Um, they've conceded one, two, apart from obviously clean sheet against Everton. Before that, they've gone one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Game week sixteen was the last time they kept a clean sheet. Yeah, against Arsenal. So there's a there's a not. I mean, the only issue as well because I think because at the start he was like three point nine mil, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. I mean, four point three mil is still super cheap. So yeah. it's not it's not like you're, you're getting in someone who's like ridiculously expensive. But just the fact they haven't kept that many clean sheets, it's my only worry. But do you notice anything about that? That they've not kept a clean sheet since he's been out injured. I mean, I'd love to say that's a, a reason, but, but <laughs> no, it's I don't absolutely think, not. I don't, I don't think the wing back makes that much difference. No, it's absolutely so. not. But um, yeah, I think as as you said, he's so cheap that um, he can sit on your bench um, and be used when necessary. So cool, Marys. Cool, Marys. Okay, I'll go first because it's nice and boring, and nice and easy. Um, I said last week get Kane in and you can marry him, and this week I'm going to say Son. I mean, I just the fixtures are so good. I mean, everyone just, I think everyone's just completely missed. I mean, is it, what's Kane's ownership now? I mean, every, everyone on Twitter anyway completely missed it. No one was talking about 12%. Kane coming to the. I mean, he Apart actually dropped me. in. Yeah, but and me too. And he actually dropped in price last week. Like, he was coming in for a double game week and he dropped in price. But that's how ridiculous for Yeah, I mean, I think it's obviously the main deterrent is obviously the City game, isn't it? So he does play Burnley. And it was kind of a factor in my mind before I brought him in. I was like, I'm obviously targeting this Burnley fixture. But he does play City first. But then I thought, you know, worst comes to worst. He blanks, gets two points, and then he scores a hat-trick and gets 17 in the second game. So you may as well bring yeah, him in. Exactly. And luckily he's done two of those in before before the Burnley game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, he dropped in price. Uh, Son has not gone up in price, I don't believe yet. No, he's still 10.7. For me, have one of them. Put him in your team and keep him for the rest of the season. Would you um, um, double up on them or no? I would be tempted to, but it would mean a, quite a lot of rearranging. Now, I'm thinking about potentially wildcarding in 28. So if that happens, then I probably will look at bringing them both in. Um, they've got the next games are Leeds, Everton, and then they have a double of Man United and Brighton. Now, obviously, the double's not amazing, but their run of their run of games is just so, so good all the way to the end of the season. Like, they're not, it's not like you look at it and it's like, oh, there's, you know, it's a, uh, a few greys in there, and a, you know, obviously they have Liverpool in thirty-six. But I'm just gonna I'm gonna run through it. I mean, it's a bit boring, but they've got 
Burnley leads Everton United. Uh, sorry, Burnley. Sorry, Burnley's just coming next. They have Leeds, Everton, Man United, Brighton in a double game week. West Ham at home, Newcastle at home, Aston Villa away, Brighton at home, Brentford away, Leicester at home, Liverpool away, Burnley, Norwich, and a rearranged game of Arsenal to be put into that. I mean, that's ridiculous. Yeah, they've only I mean, got to play Liverpool really of the top three left. They've always got an away game at United, but I, I mean, they're still conceding. Even if they win, they're still conceding goals. There's no team in there that I'm like, hmm, that's a tough fixture, really. Liverpool, Man United. Well, it's not. It's not that it's a tough fixture, but Son has proved in all of the years, like in recent years anyway, that he can score against anyone. Basically, I mean, so, they just scored. Yeah, they just scored three against Man City. Yeah, even if, and I mean, obviously they won that game, but even if they don't win, I mean, last year Son, am I? I am looking at Son, aren't I? Son scored seventeen and got eleven assists. The year before that, eleven goals and thirteen assists. 12 and 8, 12 and 8, 14 and 9, going all the way back to 2016, 17. Like the guy is like proven pedigree. Um, you don't score that many goals and only score them against, you know, bottom half opposition. I mean, maybe, but in all, in all, like law of averages, that's going to be spread out across the season. And in that, you're going to play some of the bigger teams. Uh, from recent memory, I know that he scored against Liverpool probably in like two or three of the past four or five times that we've played him. So, um, yeah, Spurs might not win the game. And this is, I think, what I said last week about Kane, is that Spurs might not win the game, but he and or Son will score or assist. So Yeah. I mean, Son's already on nine goals and seven assists this season, yeah. and Spurs haven't been playing that well. I mean, no. if you at the start of the season, they were pretty average, I'd say. They weren't playing fantastically, but now they're playing at sort of a more consistent level. Um, I mean, the last three games, he's got two assists against Man City, obviously just gone, uh, a goal against Southampton. And then before that, obviously, he was out with COVID. So... Well, this um, is that's what the point I was going to make that he missed game week twenty two and twenty three, but as you say in his past three games, two goals, uh, two assists, and a goal. Before those absences, he had a return every single week for f- six weeks before that. Um, you know, just ticking along. Some weeks just one assist, other weeks a goal and some bonus or a clean sheet point. But you know, that is the sort of returns you'd expect for someone his price. Yeah. So. I'm going to say, I'm going to, to answer your question, should I double, will I double up on them? Um, I'm going to say no. I think one's enough. I think the problem with Spurs is they're Spurs and they do get a bit <laughs> Spursy every so often. Um, I mean, yeah, that was the first win in three games, four games. Yeah, I think uh, so. Three yeah. games. Uh, Chelsea lost Chelsea, lost Southampton, lost to Wolves. Um, they are a bit Spursy. Uh, they have been playing better. I think they've been playing better. As a, as a team, uh, Kluvia, wait, how do you pronounce his name again? Because I always go wrong. That's the one. He's been playing quite well. He looked great. He was brilliant, I thought, against City. Um, obviously, I don't think he'll start every single game. He's just come in. But yeah, I just um, really like, I think you should definitely have one because they could go off and do what they did against Man City. Personally, I think you can have Son or Kane. I mean, what? Kane got two goals on the... On the um, Against City and Son got what golden a golden two assists. So I mean, yeah, it, it, they looked fantastic. I thought, but I would go one at the moment because you could get the game where they play against Wolves and they lose two 0 So mm. I don't know why it feels like doing the maths. Like Son is ten point seven, Kane is twelve point two. So that's pretty much um, thirty uh, twenty three mil. Sorry, um, Salah probably at his most expensive was he thirteen point two, thirteen point three. I can look right now. I can tell you. As we are talking, um, uh, most he's been this year is thirteen point one. 
Okay. And then you add Jota's price to that. And I think his most expensive has been like 8.5, 8.6. So that's knocking in around about 22 million. So there's not actually too much difference between being doubled up on Salah and Jota than there is between being doubled up on Kane and Son. But for whatever reason, that feels a lot scarier and like you're tying up a lot more funds. Um, as I say, there probably is about a mil difference, which is very valuable elsewhere. But for the output that they both have, you know, might be a, might be a something to consider. But yeah, I agree. Um, have at least one of them. Uh, for the rest of the season um, and my punt for the rest of the season a little bit shaky don't get nervous but obviously he is a Chelsea winger so he is very prone to rotation uh, but I'm going to say uh, someone that you should consider marrying for the rest of the season is Hakim Ziyech um, three returns in his past three games that uh, Chelsea have actually played Um I'm going to say three returns, three goals. Um, Chelsea did miss game week 24-25, being away at the Club World Cup, um, but had a goal ruled out for offside, and I don't think it was him that was offside in the move. Um, And then finally did get his goal and was very well taken at the end against Palace. Um, They blank in game week 27 coming up because they've got Liverpool, but after that, they then have uh, Burnley away, Newcastle at home, Norwich away, Brentford at home, Southampton away, Leeds away. Like, I'm going to list them off. But basically, between game week 28 and 36, they don't face a team. Well, it's very good, basically. Um, and they still got doubles to fit in against, at the very least, Arsenal and Leicester uh, between now and then. So I think only 1.4% owned, 7.3 price. Um, if you're looking for a differential, uh, Mason Mount's out injured at the minute. I don't know how much longer he'll be out for. That's obviously one uh, spot that is freed up. Um, but yeah, started and played the full 90 in his past two games, played 80 minutes against Brighton and 70 against City. Um, so his minutes have been a bit patchy elsewhere, but I think that could be, yeah, a, a differential pick. I was gonna say hate it. I actually think I love it. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, I looked at. I've looked at the. I was. So while you're talking, I thought I'd go through and look at his stats of when he's played and stuff. And he's actually been really involved since. Uh, since the semi-final of the Carabao Cup against Tottenham, he's pretty much played every single game apart from 25 minutes in the second round of the Carabao Cup when, to be honest, it was already looking pretty comfortable for them. Since then, he's played pretty much every game. He's got returns in four of those games i mean if we if we include we i mean including cup games as well but not not club world cup just just fa cup and and Carabao cup there um yeah uh, i mean i hate xg and as as do you but i mean it's not fantastic it's sort of like he's getting a shot <clears throat> shot per game shot per goal on game but i mean if he does stay nailed then that's a really good punt with the i mean the fixtures are ridiculous as you've already mentioned um there will be doubles coming up for them as well, surely, because I mean they've missed so many games. Oh yeah, they've got. That's where they fit them in, I guess, isn't it? Because obviously, what well, Champions League and obviously the cup. Yeah. Um. Obviously, don't get him in this week because he's blanking. <laughs> I mean, yeah. if anyone's listened to that, this, is the but... caveat. Um. I mean, yeah, it feels like with those run of games, you absolutely want to own some Chelsea assets, both defensive and attacking. Um. I don't think you really want to go near their 
like out and out central midfielders because they're not that productive in Jorginho, Kante, Saul, those sorts of players. But you absolutely want to have probably Rudiger or Thiago Silva because they seem to play every week. Um, maybe Reese James. I don't know where his fitness is at. Um, and then, yeah, kind of take your pick from the front line. But I think you don't want to go for Lukaku. As we alluded to earlier, he's not in good form at all. Seven touches against Palace is a Premier League record low. Um, uh, Werner's not been setting the world alight, neither's Havertz. As I said, Mount's injured. The LeBron James of soccer isn't quite being the LeBron James of soccer at the minute. Um, for those of you that don't get that reference, uh, Christian Pulisic. So it just kind of leaves um, Ziyech, really, um, from all those options that Chelsea have going forwards. I think he's the best at the minute. He's at least the most in form anyway. Yeah, I mean, at 7.3 mil is actually not crazy either. It's not stupid money. I don't mind it. I think uh, it's Hudson Doy out injured as well. It's the only little one on that one. So maybe that's why he's played a little bit. But yeah, I don't mind it at all. I mean, I just I just watched to see whether when Mount's back as well because I feel like he's a pretty set set in that team. But yeah, don't hate that at all. Someone I do hate and I don't want in my team. I see how that lovely little segue. I mean, I've ruined the segue by saying what a lovely little segue that is. <laughs> when they win some, lose some. Uh, che Adams, um, obviously. A lot of people getting him in. Scored quite a lot of goals recently. I think he's got two goals and an assist. They have a lovely run of fixtures coming up. But he is 6.9 million and you can get in Armando Brozier, who is 5.4 million. Um, Brozier hasn't actually got the same level of goals or assists in recent games. Um, he has uh, only got one goal in the last three, where Chams is obviously two goals and an assist. Um, however, what I will uh, say is I'm going to go to Chams's shots and shots on target in those last few games. Um, pretty much all of them. He's had one shot on target, one goal, one shot on target, one goal. Um, as we just said, we hate XG, but um, his XG is actually all a lot lower than Brozier's. Uh, Brozier's been much higher. Um, he's having a lot more shots, and so therefore really... Uh, you know, if, if I wanted to pick a, a Southampton player, I'd pick the cheaper player who is shooting more because it just makes more sense. Um, I don't hate Che Adams. I actually think he's playing pretty well himself, but I'd rather have Brozier. And if you were going to pick one of those, Brozier has all season been very much in form. Um, he's taking more shots than than, than Adams. Uh, they've got lovely front of fixtures, as, as we've already mentioned. Um, I mean, the next three games... Uh, well, next three game weeks, they've got Norwich, a double of Villa and Newcastle and Watford. So I will be having Amanda Brozier on my team ASAP, um, but I won't be having Chay Adams. Yeah, I think the thing about it as well is that Brozier's definitely passed the eye test and been more involved in Southampton's play generally than Adams has. Um, as you say, Adams has had, you know, it's good because he's been very clinical when the ball... and. His goal against Spurs was really well taken. His goal against United was really well taken. But I also noticed that you kind of playing off the left a bit, whereas Broge has been going through the middle. Um, and, you know, all strikers or good strikers uh, kind of stay between the width of the posts and the box and stuff. So to have one playing through the middle is, you know, preferred. Um, so, yeah, if you've owned Adams for this period, then you're laughing. But I think... Going over to uh, Analytics FC, uh, it is probably best to uh, back Broger long term. And as you say, he is cheaper. So, yeah, yeah, mm. um, yeah. Uh, mine is kind of, 
yeah, not too crazy because I think only about 8,000 people have transferred him in. But I'm going to say avoid Daniel Amati. Um, he is 3.8 million, so an unbelievable enabler. And of late, because of uh, Leicester's injuries, he is featured. But he played the past four games, the full 90 minutes. And do you know how many min- uh, points he's got across those four games, Tom? Oh, go on, just tell me because I'll guess something silly. Five. <laughs> wow. Um, that is obviously because Leicester have been woeful. I mean, they lost against Wolves last game out, managed to get a draw against West Ham, but conceded two goals. Uh, and obviously with Amati being a defender, that is bad news. He only got one point. Lost again against Liverpool to kind of be expected, but in years gone by, they've been a bit more competitive. But again, another two goals conceded, resulting in one point for him. And then uh, a one-all at home against Brighton before losing two, uh, 3-2 to Spurs. Um, managed to get a one-nil win against Liverpool and then lost 6-3 to City. So it's not great uh, for Leicester at the back. And I think it's either going to stay the same or only get worse. Their fixtures pick up slightly, but yeah, they're just not in very good form. Um, they do have some doubles to be played, as you alluded to earlier. They've missed quite a few games earlier in the season, but I just think... Even as an enabler, I think I'd prefer to... Well, it takes up a Liverpool spot, but I'd prefer to have Simicast because he's got potential to play and when he does play, he'll get returns. So, um, yeah, I'd avoid Daniel Amati. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, agreed. Um, there is one that's interesting, which is worth watching out, is for, for that price bracket defender, is um, Javier Manquillo. Um, he's injured at the moment, but as soon as he's fit, he probably is their starting... Um, Do you think? Mm-hmm. What starting right back? Oh yeah, with Tripper injured. Yeah, yeah Tripper injured. I forgot Sorry. about that. Yeah, so he's obviously out to about May. So three point yeah. nine mil. That is the enabler, I think. If he if he comes back fit, I mean, even if he's Thomas, if you're wild card or something like that, it might be worth just sticking him in because try and do a bit of research and find out when his injury, how long his injury is. I know he's only been out for um, what he played forty five minutes against Villa before. I'm just looking at now. Uh, Mankio. Yeah, he came I on think for Trippier. Was... Yeah, Trippier went off. Um, so, so yeah, if, if he, if he, yeah, I mean that that surely makes makes sense there. Yeah, they yeah, really it does. Gripe against it. It does. It does make sense. Um, right. Should we do a, a summary of the league? We can do. It is absolutely ridiculous the difference between first and second. It was really quite hotly contested for a while, but Sam has just absolutely streaked ahead. He's 76 points clear of second place. That is actually a joke. Um, The top scorer this week, just going to have a a little scroll through. Um, There's an 82 there, an 84. Christ, there's some big scores this week. This makes me feel much worse about my... (laughs) Brilliant, thanks everyone. Um, I've seen an 84... Yeah, then Alan Raven. I can't see any more, so that's 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 oh no, I've got a night hard 92. That He's is tasty. Got that. Jacob Fitter. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that is a ridiculously good looking team. Uh, Foster's obviously can got a goal for him. Smith Rowe, Lewis Diaz, Salah, Veghorst, Dennis. Lewis Diaz? Wow. I thought about it to be honest, not gonna lie. It was How an easy swap from Jota, wasn't it? Yeah, true, but he's just, I mean, he obviously scored, so it's, you know, backed up, and we still have leads to play, but he's just unproven for me. Oh, no, yeah, but I mean, I was actually thinking about it as a bit of a punt. Uh, I think he even put it to He literally has had a return out of everyone. 
Smith, Ray yeah. Veghorst, Kane, obviously Salah, Triple Captain, Diaz, and Dennis. If, if Reguilón if Reguilón and Alexander Arnold doesn't play, then he gets well. Levermente I don't. Th- I don't think. Oh yeah, he needs both not to play, doesn't he? Yeah, because unfortunately Laporte for sub. But yeah, I mean, yeah, brilliant, fair play. Yeah, well fair played. Play. Obviously, well, still a lot, a lot to go, because um, other people might have. Yeah, if Regulon or Trent do play, then he doesn't get Livermore off the bench, and other people might have better doublers around him. But yeah, yeah for now, very well played, uh, Jacob or Jakob. I thought I'd just ask as well. Be. So before we before we finish for the day. Um, your, have you got a strategy of what you're thinking of doing for the next few weeks? Absolutely not. I'm making it up as okay. I go. <laughs> um, I've managed to work it kind of unintentionally that I have a full team next week. Uh, as I said, I was debating bringing in an Arsenal player, which now was kind of worked out all right because provided Cornet is back fit for their second game or even their one next week in the 20, in 27, um, I've got a full team playing, whereas if I'd had an Arsenal player with Zufal out injured, I would have only had 10. Um, but yeah, I'm kind of making it up as I go. No idea when to uh, play my wild card. I normally leave it for doubles in and around gaming 33 and those sorts of things. Because you're, you're sat with one free hit, right? Yeah. And obviously you play triple captain this week. Yeah. So I've just got bench boost and wild card left. Right. And and, and obviously and free that free hit, hit, and yeah. the free hit. Fair enough. What about you? Fair enough. Are you think any actual plans? You said potential wildcard in twenty eight, but Yeah, so my team's looking pretty obviously this week thin on the ground. Um I've got eleven players, but I've got Tony who's got flagged at the moment. I've got mm. Reggion who's flagged at the moment. I think Reggion will be back because I think he's got COVID. Um Yeah, so I've got an eleven at the moment. I mean I can make and obviously I'll take I mean, Robbo annoyingly was a double game week punt, uh, so he's coming to come straight back out because I want my place back for Jostra at some point. 28's looking like a good place for me to wildcard, um, mainly because I don't know when else I'm going to use it. I mean, I've got a free hit, I've got two free hits, and I've got um, a bench boost left to use. And I'm just, I mean, I'm probably going to be ending up free hitting like game week 36 or something. Yeah, I mean, we norm- we normally obviously only have the one free hit, and so. It's normally the case that we have like a blank and a double really close together. So you can obviously work that one of two ways. You can free, you can build your team up prior to the blank to have your team set for the wild, uh, the double in like 36, say. Um, and so you free hit for the blank game week, or you can build your team up for the blank game week and then wild card straight after and free hit another time. Um, but yeah. Lots of people have multiple free hits left over, so that kind of changes the dynamic a bit. Um, so yeah, it'll be interesting to see how how people play that. But so then, um, final one: who are you captain in this week? Well, this is the thing: the perma captain Salah isn't in play because uh, he's in the Carabao Cup final. So um, might you captain anyway. <laughs> take the stress out of it but then you yeah. would you vice captain Trent just to avoid it altogether? Just to avoid it altogether, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, at the minute, the armband's on Kane, um, who has leads away. But I, th- yeah, because I, I, I did think the second option would be Bowen, but Wolves at home is actually quite a difficult fixture. Um, so then maybe Foden. I don't know. There's not really anyone who stands out. Watkins isn't in form. Dennis isn't either. Um, and as bad as United have been, I probably don't expect him to score there. Um, Obviously, Burnley with a double. No Burnley players coming in for you. Well, I, I already have Corne and Pope. Um, Pope, 
No. Um, they go away to Palace, who haven't been totally free scoring of late, but I would expect them to score there. And then they have Leicester at home. You know, who knows? This could be the week where Pope gets like another 19 pointer because didn't they have United and. Yeah, the double a few weeks ago. And Arsenal, went, and they got 19. Yeah. I think so. So yeah, it is 19. very possible that he does it. But if he does, and I didn't captain him, I won't be mad because it's a very real possibility that you could get minus one and then you're on minus two. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, who are you thinking? Uh, yeah, my arm on Kane as well at the moment. Um, I've only got Cornet, so I'm probably not going to be captaining him. My vice-captain's on Tony at the moment. I mean, I don't know if he's even, even going to be fit, but... Yeah, what's what's he out with at the minute? He's got a bit of like, a, I think it's a calf strain or a ham... Calf strain? I think it's a calf strain. I think he's actually fine now. I think he's just... Obviously, he's been out for a few weeks, so... Um, yeah, but I mean, I'm probably going to go Kane. Makes sense, so... Yeah. Um, well, I guess that's all we've got time for then. That's all we've got time for. Sadly. Um, yeah, thanks again for tuning in this week. You can uh, follow our ramblings on Twitter. Um, I'm FPL Dummy Cam. My mate is FPL Dummy Tom. And the main pod channel is FPL by Dummies. Um, so yeah, get over onto Twitter and follow us. Uh, as usual, you can find us on all good streaming platforms for podcasts, including the one you're currently listening to us on. Um, and yeah, I hope you all have a good rest of Game Week 26 um, and may the force be with you for the mini blank slash double Game Week 27, which I guess just means it's a normal Game Week. But um, yeah, we'll see you all again next week. Cheers.